Hey everyone, this is Alan Schimmel, Editor-in-Chief of DevOps.com, here for another DevOps chat. I need to apologize before we get started today. I'm battling a, a really bad head cold, so I, I, I probably sound like I am. But if I cough, sneeze, or otherwise interrupt my guest during a, our conversation today, I apologize. Doing the best we can. So with that being said, though, let me introduce our guests for this DevOps chat. Our guest is Dr. Stephen Mayner. Stephen is SPCT and Senior Consultant at Scaled Agile Inc., where he basically travels the world helping organizations uh, with, you know, scale, Scaled Agile and with their uh, IT. Stephen, welcome to DevOps Chat. Alan, thanks for inviting me. And uh, before we get started, let me just say I hope you feel better soon. Yep, thank you. So I'm going to count on you, Stephen, to do a lot of the heavy lifting here. But let's start off with Stephen SPCT. What what does that stand for? Yeah, so uh, that is a a senior program consultant <laughs> trainer. It, it's a it's a certification level in our organization. That is the the most trained, most experienced, you have to have the greatest uh, level of, of qualified uh, experience doing all the consulting and training, training all the courses, having hands-on experience. It lets our market know that uh, if you're an SPCT, you, know, you, you haven't just passed an exam. You really do have the chops to come into an organization and bring the experience that's necessary to help guide them through their implementation of of the scaled agile framework in their organization we've got you know uh, a few dozen uh, spcts uh, we just have a few that work for us uh, the rest are people who work for our partners who have also passed that that level of of rigor and examination and are out in the world helping other customers do their implementations as well got it so Stephen, first of all congratulations on achieving that level um, thank you secondly you know, so this whole safe framework or, you know, scaled agile framework um, is something that we hear a lot about. And, and, you know, most of our readers, they may, well, they're, you know, probably familiar with Scrum, familiar with Agile. And I'm going to guess that many of them at least have heard of safe and the framework. I don't know how many of them are really up on it, though. So can you give us a little... Uh, you know, just a little background on on SAFE and, and what it is. Absolutely. So SAFE, uh, in a nutshell, is it's a it's a freely revealed knowledge base of proven success patterns for very large enterprises who want to implement this this lean, agile DevOps way of product development. It steps into the gap that that existed in the mid. 2000s, after Agile uh, came into the scene, and lots of organizations uh, thought, "Hey, this is this is something really great. We need to look at this." And the adoption started growing. And in small organizations with a few teams, works awesome. Team level Agile, terrific. And whether you're using Scrum, whether you're using Kanban, you know, XP, whatever whatever patterns that that was working great. The problem was very, very, very large organizations with literally thousands of practitioners developing some of the most complex systems on the planet. We're talking about systems that, for instance, run stock exchanges or uh, hardware and software-based systems like 
fighter jets and and uh, airliners and you know the spacecraft to Mars and uh, telecommunications networks. Uh, these are the kinds of companies that said, wait a minute, uh, our level of size and complexity, and in many cases regulatory oversight, is simply not answered by the basic roles, ceremonies, and and artifacts that we saw in team level agile. So into that gap stepped Dean, uh, Dean Leffingwell, our founder and author. He had written a lot of books. He had started a lot of companies. He saw this pattern and wrote a book about it. Uh, agile software requirements, uh, you know, uh, just put his thinking on paper. And lo and behold, a lot of those same companies picked it up, read it and said, oh, wow, this addresses the problem. Uh, only challenge was it was just a book. And they came to Dean and said, hey, we need, you know, we need to understand how to actually implement uh, all of these ideas and practices for taking Lean Agile and scaling it out to very, very large enterprises. Well, at the time, Dean didn't, you know, didn't have what was now Scaled Agile, the company. Uh, but as more and more companies came to him, he did individual consulting engagements, saw that, hey, there really is a demand here. And so Scaled Agile, the company was born. The framework was matured and codified in the website that you know, most people are probably familiar with that have any exposure to Scaled Agile. It's at scaledagileframework.com. Uh, what you'll see is a visual roadmap. Uh, it, it is a set of iconography that explains uh, both not just at the team level, but at the program level in very large, large organizations where you have uh, you know, many thousands of practitioners work together uh, some practices there, and even at the at the strategic level, uh, how how do we set strategy? How do we fund? How do we budget? How do we provide governance uh, at the senior leadership level in a lean, agile way that creates alignment at every level of the organization? These are the challenges that uh, you know the the companies in the Fortune 100 uh, face every single day who are looking to implement lean and agile, and that's that's the problem that we set out to solve. The results seem to uh, to work and have produced the business results that uh, we're very, very gratified to see our customers realizing. Uh, and I won't go into uh, the, the laundry list of those companies, but would encourage anybody that wants to know more about that. If you go to that same uh, website, skidagileframework.com, and just do slash case studies, you'll see many companies out there that like uh, Intel and Cisco and uh, the the list goes on and on, who have used these practices, these success patterns to achieve lean, agile practices and mindset in their very, very large organizations. And it produced a very strong business benefits. And you can read about it uh, more at that site. And they, in fact, have given back to the framework. So when we say these are proven success patterns, what we mean is as companies and organizations, even government organizations have implemented uh, these sets of practices, they've given us feedback. What works well? What doesn't work well? What where Are there still gaps? And we've taken that and we've rolled it back into what's now version four of the framework and we'll soon uh, you know, we'll, we're always growing it, incrementing it. We'll come up with, you know, the next release, whatever that is beyond the current one. And it's simply a reflection of the learning that we've gained uh, by working with, with our customers. So that, I hope that was a, a sufficient and sufficiently short description of what SAFE is and where people can find out more about it. Sorry, Stephen, I was on mute there because I was trying to stop the coughing. Um, that was great. No and problem. 
No problem. We'll try to put some links into the uh, transcript and the, the notes on today's podcast where people can get some more of this money, uh, some more of this information. Well, so money would be good, too. If you want to throw some money good. out, that would be great. Yeah, this is what <laughs> drugs will do to you here. Um, so, Stephen, I wanted to talk to you a little bit. You're speaking at Does London this year. Yes. And um, – very excited to have you there. I, I, of course, I think I've been now to every single DevOps Enterprise Summit. <clears throat> and this will be the second year in London. So, it, you know, it's, it's across the pond for you to come across there. What are you speaking about? Yeah, so uh, interestingly enough, I've, I've known Gene for a number of years, Gene Kim, the, one of the founders of the conference. And in our, in our relationship over the years, he was aware of the fact, even before I began uh, my my studies that I had planned on pursuing a doctorate, and that we've had an ongoing conversation before, during, and after that process on the focus of my studies and why why I decided to go that route, and it really centered on the you know John Cotter when he wrote his book in the mid '80s uh, that that put that initial statistic out that says 70% of all organizational change initiatives fail. And of course, that you know created shockwaves and lots of you know point counterpoint arguments and and research that's gone on, uh, you know, ever since he he published Leading Change. The bottom line is change is hard, and I, I've seen that working with many many organizations doing these kinds of trans uh, you know transformations to lean agile and DevOps, and 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 I've I've seen many of them fail, and the the stakes are too high. You know, we live in a time where uh, we have to, organizations have to be agile, not big A agile, but organizational agility, the, the ability to to innovate and create and, and gain advantage and be disruptive in their marketplaces. The old patterns just don't work anymore for how we bring new products and services to market. Those long, you know, five-year, you know, 10,000-line project plans, uh, you know, that we've used for so long are just not sufficient when you got you know, things like Amazon Web Services and, and two guys in a garage that can stand up massive infrastructure and bring multi-billion dollar companies into existence overnight, like Uber and Airbnb and so forth. And I'm seeing more and more industries that we work with facing this kind of disruption. So things have to change. But yet, if, if the, the chances of change success are so low there's a gap that needs to be addressed on how do we change that equation? How do we increase the probability that our change initiative, be it to lean, agile, DevOps, or whatever uh, we're doing to, to remain viable in our markets, uh, how, do we, how do we change the odds? How do we flip the equation and, and give ourselves a, at least a 70%, if not greater, chance of success? That was the, that was the research journey that I set on several years ago. And it, as that research came to culmination, Gene asked me to speak on my findings and the research that I had done at the conference in San Francisco last year, which I did. And that uh, that's online. And as, as you know, Gene publishes all those sessions open uh, for everybody to watch, what I think is fantastic. It's, it's such a giving person to the community. Uh, so people can certainly uh, uh, go to that uh, video on YouTube or Vimeo, wherever it's posted, and see that the London conference will be on the same theme, the same topic, 
but advanced to include the new learnings and things that took place uh, and updates that that uh, have taken place since the the November uh, conference last year. So that's that's the topic in a nutshell. Fantastic, Stephen. And it, you know what? That sounds exciting um, and, and interesting. I'm I'm hoping you know the whole point of of our discussion is for people who may be thinking about maybe going to does London rather than waiting for the, for the video to come out, if you will, you know, there's about, I think that's 35 or 50. I forget how many speakers are in London this year in the two days, but there's 35 to 50 such stories like this. And, and that's really what I think makes the does events a great event. Uh, whether it's for London. Yeah. I, I love the, I love the stories and, and, uh, I'll, I'll tease it out a little bit. We we did an experiment at the conference last year that's connected into this topic. Uh, we did a little mini research uh, 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 project with the, the current and past speakers at the DevOps conference to uh, explore uh, the correlations of these leadership behaviors that, that my research bubbled up that could have a direct impact on the success rate of change uh, and to see if uh, if a lot of the the leaders that Gene had invited to speak at these conferences over the years uh, are are is this leadership style uh, inherent to how they have led their change? And we found some very interesting results, uh, and we're going to be extending that that spirit of experimentation and new learning in the presentation that will be done in June. So Fantastic. I really hope people can 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 attend and learn more about that. Uh, it's it's all it's all connected to the body of knowledge around organizational change and transformational leadership, which is the most studied, most written about, most published uh, leadership uh, theory out there, uh, more than all other <coughs> past theories combined. So it's got tons of of energy and momentum and discussion that's happening around the world about this mantle of leadership and what kind of leadership behaviors do we truly need in a 21st century uh, lean, agile, knowledge worker uh, type of uh, you know, DevOps-centric environment. So I really hope people can, can attend because this is, a, this is a great topic. I did a webinar yesterday on it and it came up again and the electricity is just palpable. And this is a topic people really do connect with and understand and the hope of, hey, there is a way that that we can flip the script and and make the chances of success in these transformations, uh, you know, very high. Uh, people want to hear about that. And it's not just, you know, I, I don't have all the answers. I extended the body of knowledge a, a little bit with my research, but I certainly learned a tremendous amount in the journey that I took, uh, and it's it's something that will shape uh, my my professional and personal journey from from here on out. Excellent, Stephen. That that was the most ringing endorsement I've had, and I've been doing these interviews now for more than eight years than I care to remember. <coughs> Stephen, we're about out of time, actually. Sure. First of all, let me thank you for doing all the heavy lifting here. You kept my wheezing down and talking to a minimum. No problem. Uh, secondly, 
I'm going to sit in on your on your session at Does London, and uh, I, I'm looking. You, you've sold me on, and I'm ready. So I think, great. Yeah, and anyone out here listening, if you're attending Does London, don't miss Stevens' uh, session. And as a matter of fact, the day we're recording this, which is Wednesday the twelfth, I believe the schedule, the final schedule for Does London, was released today. So if you go to the Does London website, you can actually. Mark in when Stephen is is presenting and and build your schedule around it. Um, Stephen also continued success with scaled. Uh, I'm, I'm at a blank here. Scaled agile. Scaled agile. Yes. Yes, and and the whole safe framework. And you know what? We'd love to have you maybe back. I'm doing video interviews at Does London. Maybe we can grab a video interview there, and maybe uh, have you back on another time for another podcast DevOps chat. That would be fantastic. Uh, we're we're just so excited to see the the exponential growth and and response in the marketplace. Um, so any any opportunity to sh- to share our customer stories. That's what we really get excited about. Is uh, you know, fantastic business results. Uh, we love companies that build cool <coughs> things because, like most of us who grew up as techies, I like buying cool stuff. So You're great, successful kidding. companies that that bring great, uh, innovative products and services to the market. We love that, and if we can help in any small way uh, for companies to be successful in doing that, uh, or governments, uh, as in the case of a lot of my background, you know, help make our government better. Who would not sign up for that? Uh, so uh, yeah, anytime. Uh, just uh, let me know when and where I'll be there. Fantastic, Dr. Stephen Maynard, uh, Scaled Agile. Thanks for being our guest on this DevOps chat, and we will see you at Does London, June fifth and sixth. No, it's June fourth and fifth. Excuse me, um, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and see you on another DevOps chat soon. Bye.